Hello, faithful listeners. Welcome back to the podcast, Plato's Corner. Uh, I'm Caleb Phillips, and my two co-hosts here, Thomas Ryland, Mac McKendry. Unfortunately, our fourth host, uh, Seth Kims, is not here today, uh, but we will still have a lovely and rousing conversation without him being present. Uh, With that, I will hand it over to you, Mac, um, and you can introduce uh, what we will be talking about today. Lovely and rousing. I like the sound of that, Caleb. Okay, hello, listeners. Today, we will be pulling up some of our favorite quotes from various media or speakers and talking about, you know, what they mean and how they relate to humans and ideas and thoughts. And so the first one, um, this is my personal favorite quote. I have been a long-standing Star Wars fan since I was like eight. Um, so this comes from the the noble Jedi Qui Gon Jinn um, in the Phantom Menace, before they were testing Anakin to see whether he could be the chosen one. He pulled Anakin aside on the landing platform and he held him by the shoulders and he said, "Anakin, your focus determines your reality." And I think this is a very powerful quote because. Um, you know, anything that you set your mind to, you're going to either accomplish or, you know, you won't succeed. But if you set your mind on it, eventually you've got to succeed eventually. But I think it's very powerful because um, if you're on a bike and you're staring at a tree, you're probably going to swerve and hit that tree. So you got to keep looking straight and not hit any flora on the road. Wait, so where is it? What, what do you guys think? When when is this? Uh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, what, they what, just what drive part? on uh, Coruscant. They arrive on Coruscant after uh, fleeing Tatooine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Phantom Menace so, is really under underrated. <laughs> uh, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but yeah, let's get into the the meat of that quote there. That is, I, I would say that's a really good quote and. Uh, uh, Thomas, would you like to give your thoughts on that quote first, or shall I? Yeah, so I definitely say that that is a very good quote. As as most people probably know, Jedi are very wise, and it's pretty easy to figure out that they're right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know my thoughts on that quote. (laughs) Off top my head. So okay, so like. I, I actually do uh, a thought that came to me and this um, I, I had actually never really thought about that quote before uh, a few moments ago when you just read it, Mac. Um, but uh, what I like to do when I, when I think, when I'm thinking about quotes and for those of you who don't know, I do collect uh, quotes um, that I find interesting or particularly inspirational. Um, so what I find interesting about that quote, um, when when you apply it to the real world, uh, is that it could be um, used as an argument uh, for relativism, um, that your focus determines your reality. In other words, um, you can use it as an argument to say, what I think determines my truth or what I believe in determines my truth, my reality. Um, and so I, I like the general idea of that quote, but I think it, it could be used um, to 
um, convey an idea that was not trying to be conv conveyed when that quote was originally written or when you just said it, Mac? I'm assuming uh, you're not a relativist then? Um, that is true. I, I, would, I would not call myself a relativist. I would call myself an absolutist. Um, would you mind re re refreshing my memory on those two terms? So relativism, uh, this is actually perfect timing because I have, I'm taking an ethics class this semester and we just finished a unit where we learned all about relativism and morality and all that fun stuff. Um, so relativism is basically the idea that um, each person's morals and truths are specific to that person. Basically, it's wrong to, uh, to, um, to push your morals onto another person, and it is wrong for another person to push their morals onto you because each person has their own moral framework, their own moral mindset, and um, nothing that anyone else says should affect that. So that's relativism. Absolutism would be the idea that there is one moral framework determined by um, determined by something that's not specified in the idea itself. A lot of people would say God. A lot of people would say some God. Um, but uh, it's the idea that um, morals and truth are determined um, by that being and that it is uh, that one moral uh, code or that one truth for all humans. And if you break it, you break it. If you keep it, you keep it. But there's no loopholes. There's no getting around anything, stuff like that. I had never really uh, thought about how that quote could be taken in more than one way. And of course, I'm not a, I'm not a relativist either. I believe in absolute standards of right and wrong. Like, I think it's wrong to have like, um, like 10 wives. I don't think that's like a smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, but like, of course, if, yeah, I don't so, know. So you say that even though the Bible, um, had people with 10 wives. Well, the Bible also had people that. who murdered children on altars. So, I mean, I think I know, we can all agree that those were, I know, but those, those, those are the bad people. The, the good people still had 10 wives, like, or the good people wives. also committed adultery and murder. Moses didn't. Yes, but I'm, I'm pointing out that Wait, just no, no, because something is exemplified by a good person in the Bible does not mean that that thing in and of itself is particularly good. The only I person mean, that we should strive to emulate all the actions of is uh, Christ. Christ didn't have any wives. So what we're saying is we shouldn't have any wives. No, 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 get married. no, 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 that's not what I said. <laughs> that's what you I said. didn't say we should do everything that Christ did and not do everything that Christ didn't do. I just said he's the only one that we should um, look at everything he did and think everything he did was right. Everything he did was righteous. That doesn't mean that that, um, you know, none of us should marry because Christ didn't marry. It means that, uh, um, and, and marriage is also a very, I mean, relative thing. It's right for some people. It's wrong for others, depending on what God's plan is for your life. Um, but for something that is, uh, that is moral or immoral, we can look at those things that Christ did and, and, and follow uh, after them. Also, I would like to point out that Seth has joined our call. Um, Seth, 
uh, you can uh, unmute yourself, introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah. So um, I'm Seth Kimmis. Um, I like to vibe out, playing guitar, listen to music, you know. Reading the Bible is pretty fun, too. But um, nice to meet you. I just, yeah. I just realized so, we, probably, we probably should say that we're all seniors except for Mac. So yes, all, all of us are seniors in high school. Uh, Mac, Mac is, is a, a freshman. freshman in college. Um, that's false. Yeah. Uh, I'm a junior. Oh, yes. Seth is a junior. Sorry. Close I forget. Enough. Close enough. Um, so, yes, um, I guess this can be our official introduction. Uh, this is the first episode of our podcast, uh, Plato's Corner. Um, you know, welcome. Uh, we're glad you're here. Uh, this, is the, this is the same Plato as like uh, the like the stuff we play in in Sunday school, right? Like the um, yeah, like multicolored so stuff. P-L-A-T-O, not P-L-A-Y-D-O-A. Is that playing? Um, Does it like taste salty? Like me and my yeah, brother oh, yeah. would lick our fingers after playing with Play-Doh. Yeah. Oh, I, oh would, yeah. I would just straight up eat the Play-Doh itself. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. my mom makes homemade Play-Doh. So like she'd use Kool-Aid with like, I don't remember yeah. what her recipe was, yeah, but just, it was like, edible play-doh and it's really good that's awesome i mean it smelled good it, it tasted all right but i just figured not... out that yeah, i just figured out friday that one of the people in class has never licked or eaten play-doh before that's very strange and, and she was like and she was like oh it doesn't taste good I'm like well how would you know that you haven't right. had it before exactly exactly that's it's so like illogical human experience like eating play-doh <laughs> It is. I think everyone can relate to eating Play-Doh at some point or another in their life, or or something, some sort of thing that you play with that's not meant to be eaten, like slime, or something. Um. So, uh, but just to you know give more of an official introduction, um, if you guys are fine with me doing that. Yeah. Or would sure. you just do it at the end, and then I'll just cut it back to the beginning? Or honestly. Yeah, just do that, and then I just won't cut it at all, and it'll just be the way it is. Yeah. Okay. People enjoy <laughs> it. Or they'll be really confused, and they'll find it funny at the end, or when we're talking okay. about right now. Yeah, but if you it. haven't if you haven't figured it out yet, we're still kind of getting the hang of this. We're, this is kind of going to be a really random episode, very uh, unput together. But, you know, we hope you enjoy it anyway. We hope you enjoy listening to our uh, chaos. Um, but, Seth, just to clue you in on our topic for today um we're um discussing our favorite uh quotes uh whether they're from movies or from literature or from just people in our lives that we respect or anything like that um so yeah mac gave uh his and we talked about that a bit so i was i was uh going to um take the next one if that's fine with you guys sure all right um so actually this is um my favorite quote that uh you know i've ever heard um and it's a quote by mark twain which says the two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why and i just i really really love that quote just because it, it like it really it really accentuates the um importance of of um destiny and normally i don't like using the word destiny because it implies that uh future is irreversible and unchangeable but 
um, destiny in the sense that each of us have a purpose, a very specific purpose to us uh, that we are um, going to fulfill. Um, and that the, the, um, the only thing that can be compared to the importance of that purpose is our very birth, our very entrance to existence on uh, this earth. So thoughts, yeah. anyone? <laughs> kind of fire, not so gonna lie. It's, it, it's, it, it's the day you figure out why or is the day you figure out how? I mean, it's, I <laughs> <Thomas>. <laughs> yeah, the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out how. Like the no. Drax quote, why is Gamora like that? Yeah, thing. exactly. 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 <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I would I would love to know why Gamora is. That's true. They should they should do the next episode of What If is just titled Why is Gamora. Just then, explains the entire entirety of that. Exactly. Uh, no, the next episode should, you know you know how Drax like talked about his uh him or his father telling him the story of his parents, uh, you know, um, yeah, creating yeah, I, him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that should be the next what if episode. <laughs> or it's like, so the, the one variable is that his parents didn't tell him that. And like everything like, yeah. chaos <laughs> this, <laughs> Thanos never exists because Drax's parents didn't tell him that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, you know, um, what uh, it, the the real quote is, um, and the day you find out why, not the day you find out. Yeah. How. Mm-hmm. So thoughts on that. So that, like that's that's the why, as in like, as like the day you the find out why life, you not were born. not like your parents were both drunk and this happened right. this and this. <laughs> like and the day, <laughs> no, like the day you find out why you were born, like what your purpose in life is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, any I'd thoughts? Say that's, I said it's interesting, but I like, disagree um, with that. Fundamental reasons behind what they do with everything. Oh, sorry. Can you repeat that, Mac? Um, I was just curious. Was he a Christian in life? Because often Christians have powerful motivations behind why they do everything as you know, as being a Christian is part of their fundamental identity. So everything uh, comes off from that, you know? Um, well, I just researched a little bit uh, on Mark Twain's Christianity. Um, well, apparently to Google, he said it, it, he is. And we all believe, so, we all believe Google. So, uh, yes, it, it looks like it looks like he was a Christian, but he was also um, pretty skeptical about, you know, all the, he, he was basically a modern day progressive Christian. He was quite skeptical about the rules and regulations that, that come along with uh, Christianity of that time. Um, and so he, he kind of would, you know, take a stand against that part of Christianity uh, while still advocating for the um, personal relationship with God side of Christianity. Uh, so, I mean, it, it looks like uh, he he was a Christian or at least carried the same morals as uh, a Christian would. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, um, I mean, 
what like would you say that there is anything in that quote that is like inherently unchristian um i feel like being born is a great thing but i wouldn't call it like the most fantastic day of my life because i really didn't do anything other than like lay on a table and probably <laughs> fall my feet up. but like i feel like it's more important to like the most important parts of my life are like the minutia of everyday activities just like you know i'm a christian so honoring god is a very strong part of that like whatever i do that's a primary motivation um the things i do the things i say how i interact with people hmm. i mean i would i would tend and to then, disagree yes, they're like that. a big um decision so, uh, so, sorry can you repeat that last part i said how so oh sorry um so just from a logical standpoint because of the fact that uh something's beginning is always its most important part because without the beginning you don't have any of the next steps and so just be i, I would i would argue with that just because you know, if you hadn't been born, you wouldn't be able to glorify God. You wouldn't be able to uh, have any sort of purpose because you wouldn't exist. So I would say because be, uh, the day of your birth allows for everything else to happen in your life that does happen in your life, I would say it is actually the most important day of your life. Then wouldn't it be your conception then? Wouldn't, the, wouldn't that be the most important day of your life? <laughs> Thomas, you're getting into dangerous territory here. But it would be though, because <laughs> well, according okay. to the Bible, you're, so, you're, you're mean, alive when, once you're conceived. So yes, but like, a... the point is like once you come into being, like, right? Once, like the moment anything. you are born is the moment that you can, or that I believe you can start fulfilling that purpose and start uh, glorifying God in everything you do. I don't think you can do that very well in the womb. Well, not yet. <laughs> what the does that mean? Hasn't gotten that far. Well, yeah. But yeah, no, I wouldn't say it's the day you're born. I'd say it's like the day you figure out the purpose of your life, and then the day you figure out how to put out, how, like, like, like how to fulfill that. Uh... Or like, like for instance, like say your purpose of your life is to do like over overland missions it, it then it, it's like the day that you figure out that, that like you get accepted or whatever mm. because the, the day you're getting born might be the most maybe important day but you're not gonna you're never gonna think of it as an important day you think of it you're never you're not gonna remember the day you're born because you obviously you can't remember that because sure our minds weren't this weren't fully developed and we don't i mean i have a friend I, my, my sister has a friend who remembers who quote unquote remembers being in the womb but mm. i definitely don't so <laughs> i would that. think most people would agree with you yeah. thomas that they don't remember being in the womb uh, seth did you have any comments on that quote or um no i think it's just kind of your viewpoint from things yeah. as thomas was kind of going on like i would say the main point is like to expand on to what Thomas said is um, throwing a blank, but like what your purpose is can change depending on what your worldview is. Mm. Ha, I'm taking a worldview class, but um, 
So I'm just kind of like big brain opened up. But like <laughs> if your your Christian purpose, your your quote unquote Christian purpose can be different from like your Buddhist purpose or your evolutionary mm-hmm. purpose, because like those are all different things because your Christian purpose is to um, make disciples, be disciples and um, spend time in community and um, preach the word of God. But then Buddhist is just trying to be the nicest you can. So you mm-hmm. can go on to your quote unquote next stage of life. Um, I don't, I haven't studied Buddhism all that much, yeah. but like whatever cool. the higher point of human existence is, but like the evolutionary is like, just live your life until you die. Cause you only have one. So like do whatever pleases you and all these other things. So yeah, like, I think it's cool for that quote because like, I mean, like, of course I'm Christian, but um, other people's purposes can be different. And I'm just realizing I, I got to be careful how I say this so I don't sound really bad, but yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I do. The, uh, that point and the, the one that you made, Thomas, those were both really good points, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I would I would actually tend to agree with both of those. It does depend like um, all of us. For those of you listening who don't who might not know, all of us are uh, Christian. Um, and, you know, that doesn't by no means mean that we all believe the same thing. Um but you know, we all we all believe generally the same thing. We all believe the basic th- same thing. Um, yeah, and like cause, and cause the yeah, because the main difference between Christianity and every pretty much every single religion whatsoever is that it's not work. It's not works based. You 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 right. don't have to evangelize every spare moment and do so and such or do follow follow all of these rules and regulations to get into heaven. All you have to do is just be humble, accept Jesus, and and the pretty much everything else that you can do as a Christian is, you know, from a certain point of view, it's just like extra credit. Or yeah, like and I would say, people, um, yeah, some people believe that in heaven you'll have a like a bigger house if you, or have yeah. more, you'll have you'll have more, you'll have, or you will, you have more treasures in heaven if you do if you, if you do do works on earth, but that won't yeah. get you into heaven. Right. I would. Hey, hey, Thomas, I would, I would agree with that, but also like slightly disagree with part of it because, you know, as a Christian, it's supposed to fundamentally change your life um, like yeah. in every sort of way. So like, yes, it isn't works-based as in like, like Catholicism, like you have to jump through the hoops and do, you know, certain things, but like, it also is because like, there's no point of having a changed life if your life isn't like changed. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you are a Christian, your, your life will bear different fruit than it did yes. before. So that's sort of the, the faith and works paddle boat. Right. You have more. Yeah. And it's an important, other. yeah, it's very, very important to have that balanced mindset between, you know, works aren't going to get me into heaven, but if uh, if my faith is not producing good works, then sh- then you might want to start questioning if your faith is true. Because if you yeah. have faith in uh, somebody who created the entire universe and who uh, loves you and who died for you, if you have faith that that person did those things and more, um, and want and genuinely want to have a relationship with that person, 
I mean, you're gonna, you're going to do the things that that person wants you to do just out of respect and love for that person. Uh, so, you know, if, if you're not uh, following what Christ says, you might want to start questioning if your love for him is actually true. Um, yeah. Because, you know, if you, if you love someone, you're going to keep their commandments. That's what yeah. Christ says those exact words in, in yeah. the Bible. And then, but, um, the, but yeah, but then just for, just for arguments, arguments sake, the Bible does say that if you accept him, if you truly, if you believe in your heart and confess to your mouth, you will be saved and you will go to heaven. But the, the way the Bible also says that, you know, that someone's a Christian by their work. So if someone isn't displaying works, it's pretty hard to believe that, that they could, that they actually believe it in, in their heart. That yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, the classic uh, faith without works is dead and works yeah. without faith is dead. If yeah. you're working for nothing, then that's dead. But if you have faith, but you're not working in it, then that's also dead. So, yes. Um, yeah. But and I mean, that was that was kind of a rabbit trail, but it was a good rabbit trail. So spirals uh, are fun. Yes. Um, does do uh, Seth or Thomas? Do either of you have a, a quote that you would like to share? I have a quote. I don't know if this is my favorite quote because I don't I don't save quotes. Yeah. But yeah, so I like we were talking about before before we went we before we went live, but it's from Padme Amidala. So this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. I said mm. it's my favorite <laughs> quote, but yeah, we were we were discussing before that. Um, is, is applicable today, not necessarily the thunder's applause, but that that in America and especially other countries, a lot more liberty is kind of falling away. And yeah. It's kind of coming under people's noses. And a very, not some people are denying it, some people are accepting it, and some people are just completely oblivious to it. I was just yeah. having a conversation with someone earlier, and I don't even know, I think they might have, they, might have been borderline oblivious but yeah and when you said that uh before thomas you know just just for the listeners i i uh did point out uh that yes i would agree that liberty is is falling apart in america and you know some people would think that's a good thing others think it's a bad thing uh but or to you know to have some liberties removed um but uh i would tend to disagree and you know thomas uh obviously does as well because he he already said this um that uh it is it is dying with thunderous applause you know um because you see you see things um that the government is doing right now and most of the things that is that have happened under the uh current administration um, and even the previous administration have not earned um, thunderous applause from very many people who are not in the government or in some way related to politics directly. Um, and that's, or at least not, not from the majority of, of America. Um, yeah. So I would say though, for, especially for, for, for the politicians and those surrounding them, I feel like they are giving it thunder supplies. Like, just like, just like in in actual in in Star Wars, the thunder supplies was coming from all the politicians. Right. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe some weren't, but the people were 
hated it, but the politicians all loved it and were all clapping and right cheering. Yeah, and that's the other thing I mentioned uh, before we went live, uh, or <laughs> live, before we started recording. We've been um, recording it for an hour, and we've <laughs> only been doing the, I'm, I'm going to cut out a lot of it. Like yeah, did before, but like, uh, that's the other thing I mentioned that, that luckily the way we have our government system set up in America in order for Liberty to truly die, there'll, there'll have to be a, a, a large majority of the, the citizens of our country will have to be on the side of those who want it to die. It, uh, unlike in star Wars, it can't just be, um, the politicians, uh, killing the Liberty because, um, I mean, our, our country's law doesn't allow for that. And, you know, under our country's law, the citizens, uh, of our country are allowed to, uh, um, what's the word, uh, take down the government, I guess, if the government no longer wishes to follow the law. Um, so, you know, just the point, the, the, the comforting point being that liberty can't really be killed until a majority of Americans are on the side of it going away. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon from what I've seen. Yeah. Like some people, uh, some people might, I know I've actually brought up the part. I'm looking at the Constitution. I don't see it. I guess it's, I have to look a little bit. But yeah, in the Constitution, it does say that if the government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter and to abolish it. Mm-hmm. So we're getting to the point where people are already considering al- abolishing or altering our government because they're, begin- they're becoming destructive of our, the ends of our liberty. Yeah, and that, you know, that takes us to some interesting places, you know, talking about like what happened on January 6th of this year with uh, the large group of people storming the Capitol, which, you know, we won't talk about that today just for time's sake and for the sake of um, not getting into a huge uh, debate on here. Um, uh, Just, you know, we don't want to lay all that on you quite yet. Uh, trust me, there will be debate in the future of this podcast and lots of it. A- um, amen to the first starting off soft the first week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, we also want you as our listeners to know that we are not super like closed minded or set in our beliefs. Like, yes, I might believe what I believe very strongly, but that does not mean that I'm not open to hearing other sides of it. And you know, we would encourage you to email uh, our our email account. What what is it, Thomas? Um, it's just Plato's Plato's Quarter Six at gmail.com. Yeah, so Plato's Corner Six at, at gmail.com. P L A T O S C O R N E R six at gmail.com. So uh, we would encourage you to email that. Uh, email address with any um, anything you would like us to discuss on here, anything that you have questions about that we have said, or just your opinions, and we can talk about uh, those in future episodes. And um, you know, we we don't want you to feel like we um, are just uh, or, you know, for those of you who believe differently than us, um, we don't want you to feel like uh, you will be. Um, mocked or ridiculed on this podcast if you do 
send us those emails and, um, you know, you also remain anonymous if you do, uh, just, you know, if you feel like you want, uh, our feedback or our thoughts on one of your beliefs, or if you disagree with one of our beliefs, you can go ahead and email that email address, uh, with your thoughts or concerns. Yeah. But only to a certain point, like we're going to be talking about very controversial subjects in the future. And if something Mm. is such a controversial subject that we know half people or the majority of people are going to disagree no matter what, please don't spam us. It's not, it's not, it's not benefiting anyone. I don't think, yeah. Like if if you have something important to share or if, or for instance, like in our class for theology, our book that we were reading for it was talking about predestination and pretty much acting like that was the only way. And some of us, myself included, started to think of predestination until we talked about it in class and realized, oh yeah, that's predestination. Yeah, we totally don't believe in that. So if mm-hmm. you find if you find something that completely, hundred percent disproves something we were saying, please share that with us. We are very open to correction, as yes. the definition of good science is that all everything is open to correction, and you must look at everything from both sides. Yes. We will yeah, try our the, best to be two-sided on everything. Yes. Uh, yeah, we, uh, in every controversial uh, subject that we uh, discuss or debate on, um, we will always always have uh, one or two people. And, you know, in, in a lot of subjects, we won't have to do this because there is even a lot of disagreement and controversy in the four of us. Um, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a lot of the things that I believe uh, Thomas doesn't believe Seth. I mean, I'm, I'm, there is one specific belief. I know none of the other people on this podcast believe that, that I do believe, which is actually, um, what started the idea for this podcast. And we'll get into that another time, but, um, yeah, like we always want to have some people representing the side that is, um, opposite of what we believe. And, Again, we won't have to do that most of the time because most of the time we'll have differences of opinion within yeah, our group. Yeah. But if not, we will always have people, you know, playing the the devil's advocate, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Not trying to call you guys that disagree with us yeah. devils, but you know, just just a yeah, figure yeah. speech. Yeah, I, yeah. For a lot of the theological discussions we have, we probably will all agree on the same thing for some of them, but we will do our best to make sure one of us plays devil's advocate just so that we ask the important questions. I'm yes. going to, I'm, I feel yeah, like I'll, I'll be doing most of that, but well, I mean, I'm pretty neutral, so I'll probably play either side. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. in, in terms of, in terms of um, uh, political things, I know that personally I am a lot more, um, a lot more uh, left leaning than like Thomas is and Seth is. Uh, I, hold uh, on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, you don't hey, even know where I'd stand, bro. I, I, I know he's neutral, a lot of so he's, he's clearly at, he's, 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 he's a C. Is, is that I'm, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, um, I'm just going <laughs> to start this out. I'll just be neutral. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Uh, Seth is nonpartisan. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, I would, I would still profess myself a conservative. Um, on some issues, I would say a more democratic conservative, but still a conservative nonetheless. Yeah. Which, you know, that makes me more left leaning than than Thomas, definitely, but definitely not on the left. Um, and you know, 
as you get to know our, our personal beliefs more and more, also feel free to email that uh, email account with questions specifically for uh, each person. Like you can say, you know, hey, Caleb, I was wondering about such and such, and I will do my best to give a clear answer on my opinion on that uh, and, um, you know, uh, my thoughts on what you had to say. Also, yeah, I'm just going to drop um my uh instagrams here uh just in case any of you guys want to follow me um because you know i do post a lot a lot of my opinions on there you know just if you want to get to know my beliefs better um my i have uh two accounts that you might want to follow one of them is a political account the other is just my main account my main is caleb.luke.phillips um and my political account is one moment let me pull it up here sometimes i forget the name um my political you know, account, i'll make sure to put these in the description for the first podcast yeah so that'd you, be great so don't you, you, it's you i have it right here them, it's just it's just yeah. partisan underscore voice underscore partisan yeah. voice um so yeah uh that's that's that if you are interested in that for those of you who don't already follow me which is probably not many of you <laughs> <laughs> um and well, yeah, we'll put if we get more if we get more more people from out of state that literally just found us by will of luck, yeah. then yeah, they definitely wouldn't follow you. But I mean honestly, I don't knows. follow you because I don't have Instagram. So right, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, all all of our um social media information for those of us who have social media will be in the description. Um but... and or yeah, and, and if you were looking for a specific one, we could probably share it with you. We're not None of us are, are hiding from the government or trying or or have adoptive children that we're trying to protect from their original um, parents. So don't be I don't so think sure about, worry that. about that. I might as have far a as couple... I'm concerned, none of us have adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a couple of things I need to hide from the government for. <laughs> um, all right. So I think I think that'll be it for today. There's kind of just an introductory um, episode slash intro to our basic beliefs slash talking about our favorite quotes um so oh wait seth you didn't share your favorite quote oh yeah seth is there some is there a quote that you would like to share um i'm gonna end it light with my favorite quote 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 favorite quote is this a light coat or a heavy coat it's a <laughs> <laughs> pretty, it's a pretty light coat. I'm joking. So um, I, I couldn't find my favorite quote, but I have two, but I'm just going to end it light. Well, I might share the, my other favorite quote, but keeping it light, this comes from um, Tyler, the creator. And he said, my motto in life is if you do do on yourself and I live by that. Do I repeat that? So Tyler, the creator in an interview um, was just talked about and he said my life motto or my motto in life is if you do do on yourself and i live by that okay it's literally <laughs> i don't it's, understand <laughs> it's <laughs> just a joke because tyler the yeah. is just such a weird person no kidding <laughs> but, oh is that one no. word? i thought it was like if you do do that, that makes more sense yeah i understand now yeah, like do like. <laughs> I was like really confused. I'm like, this guy really bad grammar. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 
Those, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the memer. <laughs> I mean, I'm the memer of this podcast. Yeah, Seth so. is the Seth is the uh, cool um, meme, uh, meme knowledgeable person. <laughs> meme Don't knowledge. you have like a? I thought I thought you had. I thought you had. You had like a meme empire. Or oh, I have a. I have meme archives. Um, I'm a meme dealer. Yes. Um, I have meme archives, but I don't just specialize in memes. I have other hobbies too, like if you have comic book questions or whatever. Yeah. But come follow us next time on episode two of uh, Plato's Corner. Yeah. Um, we're yeah. probably gonna discuss is cereal a soup? So, or something or, along those lines. Yeah, it'd be why pretty are cereal. Why are cereal killers the same sound as as the cereal as in the, the soup? And why? that's that's a good one that's a spicy theory right there it might be it might be a cereal themed episode we'd start off with just saying our favorite cereals and i'll start off by saying my favorite cereal number um if that's okay (laughs) (laughs) all right Um, and i'll make sure maybe i'll get my friend my my, her favorite cereal killer book but (laughs) just uh but yeah uh the podcast right yeah I have a quote from uh, Plato here to end the podcast that um, Mac had to go, but uh, he he uh, left us with this quote, uh, which says, wise men speak because they have something to say, fools because they have to say something. Um, it was a very, very, very deep uh, quote there um, that, you know, I'll, I'll leave I'll leave that one up to your guys thoughts. You know, you can you can email us if you have thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll uh, see you guys next time on yeah. the what, what next... I had to say something quick. So as well as Caleb and Seth plugged something, I'm also a Star Wars fanboy. So I'm a Star Wars super fan. So. We will be oh, having same. some some Star Wars themed episodes, or just discussing super heavy Star Wars stuff. Because we're all, as far as I'm concerned, we're all Star Wars fans. But if you <laughs> have any fire. Star Wars questions, um, I'll put my Discord in the in the <laughs> description if you want to ask me. I love yeah. I love answering questions. That's why that was part of the reason why we made this podcast. Yeah. I love answering questions. Yo, and same. me and Caleb disagree so much that it's yeah, yeah that we ha- that we had to record it because we always would disagree over lunch right. at class. And I'm like, we yeah, we Tom- should create a, we should just make a podcast and just make and just do this professionally. Right. Professionally, as if we're going to be say. earning money off of this. <laughs> Well, yes. if we start a Patreon, we could make, actually make money off of it, and then we could get Bro, like proper like, microphones and like proper recording equipment. I'm, I'm not even gonna ask people for that. This is, <laughs> I think, the unprofessional, well, the just it being unprofessional is what will make this podcast good. I'll I mean, tell like, you what, Thomas, I mean, like debating professional. Hit... We're doing it more than just we're actually recording it at this point. Okay, yeah. Thomas, I'll tell you what. If we ever hit a thousand subscribers to this podcast we can start a patreon and ask people for their money all right at that point at that point we know that people actually want to listen to us for some reason (laughs) yeah yeah but Uh, also if you if you are feeling like giving away money um dm me on my discord (laughs) because we were open to to donations before i need to pay for college guys (laughs) yeah i'll give you my i'll give you i'll give you my my paypal because some of them (laughs) I mean, actually, yeah, I feel like it's better to give Caleb and Seth. I'm not going to college, so. 
<laughs> but Mac is in college, so Mac sure is in college, meaning that he's already probably got himself covered. <laughs> yeah, but if, if you if you decide to donate, uh, make sure you designate because if you don't, I'm taking the proceeds. If you don't designate, again, okay, split this evenly. is a long ways in the future, <laughs> if at all. This um, is a really big spiral, but catch yeah. you next week on the. I thought you said like spirals. Oh, Thomas, just shut up and let not... Seth do his outro. Chill. <laughs> no, I, I'm. I love spirals, but not at the end of the podcast right. when we're trying We've to. We've been close. trying to end this thing for the past <laughs> ten minutes. Well, it's called the Minnesota goodbye. Didn't you know that? Oh <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. That's true. We're all Minnesotan. Except yeah. for Mac, he's, he's not Minnesota anymore. That's why he left so easily. <laughs> yeah, but all right. Kit, catch you next week on uh, Plato's Corner with wait, wait. Caleb, Thomas. We're coming. We're going to be here next week. What? Oh, my gosh. Okay, next I'm... episode. Okay, here. Okay, you're going to have to fresh cut this so bad. We'll be all here right. next week. We'll be here next week. <laughs> we will we're be here next time. All right, okay, all right. Works. There we go. All right. <clears throat> catch you next time on... Plato's Corner with Caleb, me, Thomas, and your boy, Mac.